All I ever ask is keep it eight more than 92 with me, 100. To what I have been calling on Twitter, the last normal hundred talk. <laughs> that is the last straight up vanilla podcast. Jordan and me together by ourselves, just talking, talking esports, just talking about thieves, <sighs> talking about thieves, and getting a chance to talk about stuff we uh, we don't talk about super often tonight. What we're going to be doing is focusing on what it's been like to watch 100 Thieves Esports for us, what we remember, the fun times, but we're focusing outside of LCS. LCS will inevitably bleed over um, into the discussions, but uh, we're going to talk primarily about the other esports. And just, you know, honestly, like no real plan, no real agenda other than to remember these things, you know, and talk about what it's like to have been a fan for these five years. Yeah. Um, <coughs> which is so it in, should in be, some ways makes be, it like the least normal pod we've done in quite some time. Yeah, right. That's why well, I guess scare quotes, right? Yeah, yeah. normal <laughs> podcast. Uh, so yeah, it just to give you guys a refresher on the schedule for the show. Uh, we, we will have Rec League on this Thursday. We have uh, John Robinson coming on the podcast a week from I guess yesterday or Tuesday today. So this upcoming Monday, John Robinson will be on the pod for an interview with me and Jordan. And uh, then we'll do Rec League after that for the last time. And then Monday, April 17th. That's the farewell stream. Um, I think Jordan is doing the same thing as me, but I'm basically planning on hanging out on stream for hours, like basically as long as I can. (laughs) And we'll just be reminiscing and having some fun. So yeah, should be a really fun time. And we hope you guys can make it. But we wanted to make sure everybody's aware of the remaining schedule of the show. And I'll do my best to pop on here and there if we have uh, some extra things come up or a VOD squad or whatever. So Uncapped Subathon for our final show. How about that? Uncapped Subathon. <laughs> um, shout out to Trapos Goes Boom, by the way. He said, when I started watching... I was in my second year of community college. Now I have a BS and work uh, as a park ranger. Thanks for the memories. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Sen says, hope there's something cool on April 17th. Yes, Sen. There is. We'll see. <laughs> and it's going to be a fun night. We'll it's see what all fun. happens. I mean, I feel like uh, one of the things I'm looking forward to is just watching some of those clips. There's so many good clips. Yeah. But I know there's going to yeah. be some probably some other things too, so that'll be fun. Definitely some other things. Okay, so uh, for this pod, like I said, not we will inevitably talk about LCS sometimes, but we're focusing kind of outside of LCS for the scope of tonight, and we're just kind of having an open conversation. So of course we need to bring it back to where this all began mm. for Hundred Thieves Esports and Jordan and I, which of course, as you all know, you've heard before, is Clash Royale. Uh, bro imagine if you were one of the people who got signed as a clash proyal did they call it that and if not why how come 
It, Flash clearly Pro they Yow. didn't, because if they did, it would still be going strong. Flash Pro Yow. That was their one downfall. That's what they got wrong about esports is not a, a pun name. Was that? Oh my gosh, Clash Royale. Okay, we'll we'll talk. You know, we'll oh, talk about Clash oh. Royale later. But <laughs> I know um, the hardcore hundred talkers will know this story. But um, for real, I wanted to rewind it back to what drew us in, and that was, of course, the heist. The heist. So, I believe Jordan, you had a you had a friend, right? Or was it rel- was it Melvin? Was it relative? Perhaps it was brother in law. Yeah, brother in law. Yeah, that that was watching the leagues of legends. Oh yeah, yeah. He was definitely yeah. into it before we were. Yeah, as a pro watcher, and he got you interested in this little thing. You know, I can't and- remember why I actually like. I think I knew he watched it, but I can't remember why I decided that season. I was like, I'm doing it. I'm in. You know. <laughs> I can't remember. Well, I'm glad you did Me because too. you were looking for a team to support and uh, the heist came out. Now, I don't know if you, so from my angle, I watched step two of the heist. So episode two of the heist first. Mm. Um, did you watch from the very beginning? I think so. Cause I, I do remember looking at the list of teams that were going to be franchised in the LCS. I think maybe I saw, maybe this is it. Maybe I saw an article about like, Oh, LCS is franchising. Here are the orgs that have made it. And I was looking at the list, and I was like, what are any of these? I think I probably knew some of them. But then I saw any of these, and I was like, I don't know what that is at all, but it looks cool. <laughs> Wonder what they've got out there on YouTube. And you stumbled upon the greatest esports documentary series of all time. Yeah. people will Not argue, a bad first foray. <laughs> honestly. Yeah, the rest is history. People will say that, uh, what's that one that Team Liquid did? Vanishing Point. Breaking Point? But yeah, Breaking <laughs> <laughs> vanishing point that's the dead mouse song <laughs> keep going they'll say that breaking point is a better one because it's like more well known but it's not i mean we we basically like this was like breaking point was gabe right that was like terminator one yeah <laughs> <clears throat> there's a stat that I, I believe this is true the opening sequence to terminator 2 the budget for just that scene was greater than the entire Terminator one budget. Amazing. I'm fairly confident that that's a real statistic. I love that. And so, so maybe breaking point was like Gabe's Terminator. Yeah. And then judgment day was the highest. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, it'd be interesting to hear what he would say. Like, which does he, which does he think is better? I hope you're right though. Cause I think they would, you yeah. agree. It's a master. Yes. Yeah. It is a true masterpiece. Um, but that got us all into this thing. I mean, I remember just being so impressed with how different it was compared to my expectations of esports. Like I thought esports could be boring and kind of nerdy and League of Legends itself was so like fantasy oriented. I'm like, oh, okay, not what I'm into. But uh, fortunately, you bugged me enough <laughs> and I watched step two and I changed my mind completely. Yeah. And that's what led to this whole thing. So the weird part of it was we were so good immediately. (laughs) We just destroyed everybody in spring split. Do you think first, first four, it's like, this is easy. (laughs) Do you think that we'd be, do we do this show? If we're, if we're immortals in, in split one, 
Oh, that is a great question. If Hunter Thieves sucked <laughs> spring 2028 or 2018, does Hunter Thieves ever happen? Does Hunter talk ever happen? I'm sorry. I'm Googling this yeah. as I'm talking about yeah, it because yeah. I'm trying to pull up what the record was. Yeah, we were. I'm so sorry. You know what I was, you know I what know I was what saying, mean. guys. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess here, this is evidence to the fact that it does. We started doing our show well before we were the best, right? The question is just like, do we actually stick with it? Or do we do it a couple times? And Ooh. Yeah, so one of the things that Jordan and I talk about sometimes privately <laughs> and we see uh, happen out there is like, it's really difficult to do this kind of thing consistently. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. lots of people have really great ideas for getting a pot off the ground and then they, they kind of fizzle out or, or other circumstances come up that don't allow them to do it. And yep. that's really sad, but, um, without the dubs, <laughs> yeah, there may not have been quite as much motivation to do it. That is a great question. Like in an alternate universe yeah. where a hundred thieves goes five and 13, <laughs> oh wait, that was optic gaming. Um, <laughs> I mean, does Hunter Talk even happen? I gotta say, it is a lot more fun to do this show when we are good, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe it's just because it's like five years in, and we've we've had enough, you know, oscillations of the wave. It's like, oh, here yeah. we go again, here we go again. Three more weeks of misery, and then we completely reverse everything and make our end of split run cool. Okay. Um, um, I said we wouldn't dwell on LCS, but here we are. Look, <laughs> I, I just, I just wanted to ask a quick question, Jordan. Can you name the ten franchises from Spring 2018? Yeah, easy. Okay, ready? Yeah. Echo Fox. Yes. Start with the most important. Uh, <laughs> TL, TSM, uh -huh. CLG, uh -huh. Optic Gaming. Yep. Um, Hundred Thieves. Uh, there Dignitas. Yeah. Nope. No. What what was before Dignitas? Oh, Clutch Gaming. Yep. Oh my gosh, Clutch Gaming. Uh is that seven? I think I'm still a, a, mm -hmm. a That's few. seven. Immortals one wasn't there. one very obvious one you've you skipped. Big name you skipped. Oh Cloud Nine. Cloud Nine. I thought didn't you say I thought you skipped TSM, but Oh I said TSM. Either way. Yeah, Cloud Nine okay. had. Cool. So Cloud Nine was it. Okay. And then the other two. Is Immortals in there? They didn't know. Mm -hmm. No. Um, wow, I'm having a much harder time with this than I thought I would. Both of them are still active today. <laughs> one one of those is really All surprising right. to me. I know which one it is then. It's uh oh, uh Golden Guardians. Yes, that was a surprising one to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've stuck it out. They've and both the other one active as well. Um I just can't think of it now. I'm on the hot seat. What is it? <laughs> FlyQuest. Sorry, FlyQuest. Fly that's right. Yeah. And fun fact: Team Liquid finished the regular season in fourth place. That's ooh, that's a nice. <laughs> Was that the beginning of? All right. The... <laughs> or the end? It might have been the beginning of the memes. Yeah. I think it was the end of. The okay, but <clears throat> the thing is, we were so good so fast. Yeah. And then it like we fell just short that year. Yeah. And then it got worse in the summer split. Yep. And Worlds was kind of rocky. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we got quickly into this place where we're like, all right, what is going to happen with this team? Like it was it was great. It was sweet at first. And then um things got way, way, way different. 
one of the one of the great blessings of 2019 was that Bang joining the roster was not the only thing that happened for under the easy sport. <laughs> if Bang joined we the roster, we thought we were going to be so good. If that's the but, only thing that we do in 2019, does Hunter talk continue? <laughs> that's the theme of the show. <laughs> All right, but there was another esport that came along. Jordan, do you remember which one it was? Clash Royale. Exactly. Clash Royale. <laughs> I don't know when the Clash Royale team happened. It was it was quick. It was like I think it was early. in 2018. I think it was like one of the first. Because they probably had to like put that in like the investor pitch decks. Like, well, mobile's really big. Yeah. So we've got to corner the market on mobile esports. You could still use that same uh, pitch deck, by the way, because mobile's still coming up anytime now. Anytime. <laughs> Uh, mobile esports is the soccer of like U.S. professional sports. You know, <laughs> they're like everybody's playing. In five years, it'll be as big as the NFL. Exactly. Um, but Black Ops Four. Yeah. So, yep. Jordan and I, mm. we weren't around for Jordan. Twenty sixteen was the first. There was the Black Ops Three roster with the Jailbird jerseys. Uh, I remember these. Sixteen. Uh, yeah, hold on. I can even show you. Look at this. Look at my production here. Uh, there we go. Look at it. Look at it. The jailbird. Oh, jersey. look at that jersey. Beautiful. Is it actually called? Are people calling it jailbird? I don't know. I know they they are referred to as the prison jerseys colloquially. I'm calling them the jailbirds. Yeah. <clears throat> but Black Ops Four happened. Do you remember? How, the excitement level for that, especially because of the players that we got, mm. it was like, oh, we've grabbed basically five of the best players from the last game. <laughs> it's like we got like five top 10 players, basically. <laughs> Oops. Great. Well, and uh, and then we started what? off hot. Yeah, right. Right. No one lost more games than us. It was crazy. We almost did not qualify. Yeah, man. And it didn't didn't um Gabe do like an awesome return to Call of Duty piece for Nade Shot and everything with Red Bull, I think yes. it was, was it? Red yeah. Bull. Dude, Red Bull is a sponsor. We have that incredible video. We should watch that on the farewell stream. Yeah, we should. Actually add that to where's the list? Do we have a list? Chat? We actually do. Good. Thank goodness. I do. I'm running a list, yeah. Um, <laughs> I would love and, to watch it. I would, the other one, if it's not on there, is the uh, the trophy one with Nate Shot driving in. Oh yeah, I want to say Wait. was was it Olivia? What year was that? it? That was like 2019. They had just opened the uh, compound. It was before COVID. Ah, uh, okay. That video was that's that's wild, amazing. They did. It's like yeah. remember they did the behind the scenes where they like they did <laughs> one one shot. Hmm. Well, sticking to our yes discussion timeline, though. Yeah. So we had the awesome reveal. It was like, it was like we're we're on top of the world. We're like our League of Legends team is good, and <clears throat> we're gonna be back in Call of Duty. This is native to Nade Shot, right? We got Red Bull back on. We got the content popping off. Mm. And we played like doo doo, and and <laughs> almost. I mean, 
I think we had to like losers bracket run like four matches in a row or something just to qualify. Yeah. For the CWL like qualifier tournament or something, right? And the the other like gigantic alternate universe question. Hmm. What if FaZe did not loan us Crowder and oh, Priesta? If that's easy. We don't go. We're not in. There's no no doubt in my mind. Those two guys were such high impact players and coaches. I don't know if the I think the loan happened after the qualification. Wait, did it? I'm not. I I don't really remember. I have to like oh, rewind a bit. I I know that <clears throat> regardless, it's like phase like really birthed us, right? We all which that. is uh, a terrible thing. But yeah, <laughs> they gave, <laughs> they gave us like the two most likable people from from phase ever. Yeah, right. And Priest and Crowder. And without that, who knows what would have happened? Because Black Ops 4 ended up bringing us the first real dubs. Mm. Yeah. You know? First trophies. Yeah. So the the London and was it Anaheim? Was that the other one? The two trophies right. we took home that yeah, year? That sounds right. I mean, <clears throat> going from barely qualifying for the league to winning two rings in a row. Back to back. Shout out. Crowder, shout out mm. Priesta, shout out FaZe. The coach. But shout out Oak Boys, shout out John Robinson also. <laughs> yeah. That that team did a lot of shouting out. That was Pete. That team out. did. Was that the most entertaining Hunter Thieves esports team of all time? Yes. Like personality wise. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Uh Has they to did be, right. They did a a Totino's commercial. Like they they just did I feel like content <laughs> was natural to them to the point that other, yeah. you know, like they were doing uh, content that isn't typical. Like now content, I feel like is all, it's like one to two minute kind of like quick, quick reacts, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but they were doing like scripted ads <laughs> that were actually good and funny. Yeah, they were actually really good. But <clears throat> we had, yeah, so there's Octane, Enable, Kenny, uh, Crowder, Priesta, and Slasher. Mm. And it was like the most fun group of people to watch, like, ever. Yeah. And we were really good. Right. And, uh, like, to, again, the League of Legends team had a rough year, <laughs> had a down year um, that year. And that kept us afloat in multiple things. I mean, who knows? Maybe the Clash Royale audience was was really keeping us going. <laughs> ah, yes, F three. What do you F3. think our Clash Royale viewership was? And that, see, I was wondering that before. The question I had for that is: Did we ever do a like event? I think these a competitive are competitive moment with that team. Can we find no. it? Is it out there? Can you watch? Can you watch Clash Royale matches? Hundred Thieves Clash Royale. I'll, I'll do some. <clears throat> Steady fight. pointing out Pharaoh is on the the roster in the beginning too. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I think the, these are the. Is this the first time we've uttered the words Clash Royale on Hundred Talk? I think so. <laughs> it might. I feel so bad for those guys. I remember, I can't remember what their names were, but one of them was very nice and like <laughs> followed us early on. It was like a great guy. Yeah. Like I feel bad for not remembering, but 
What are they up? I don't at the moment. Um, BC found us a YouTube video. Amazing. Oh, piece of contact. Wait, wait, hold up. Hold up. Let me go over here. Oh, show yeah. You this. this is the same one. This is the only one. So here, this is the only one. This is the introduction to the team. The, the one and all. Even this content is outstanding, by the way. Yeah. He, this guy is a Clash Royale. <laughs> I just clicked forward to a random spot and that's the shot I got I love this Clash Royale what a good time that was right do you remember all of those times I do all of that time <laughs> we're joking on these guys uh, these guys were lovely and they, they were wonderful human beings yeah yeah I wish uh, um, I wish <coughs> there was more of a record of this existing. Yeah. Now, um, hmm. what about CSGO? Do you remember when 100 Thieves CSGO entered the picture? It was the was it the NRG roster that we bought? I can't remember. It was uh, Renegades, right? Oh, Renegades, yeah. Sorry. NRG was the rumored for Val Apex. Was it or something? Or Apex? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but Renegades was this the correct answer. Ooh, You're right. <clears throat> uh, let me ban that guy. Not if I do it first, oh, you're chat. quick on that. Oh, I got him. Quick nice. Well. Okay. Uh, CSGO. So, 100 th- actually, th- this was our second entry into CSGO. Do you remember there was a bit of controversy? <laughs> this was back before 100 Talk even started. Yeah. Uh, a very brief, like, six week long foray into CSGO. Yeah. Second time around with the uh, Renegades boys. Uh, we had uh, the the world's greatest mustachioed <laughs> esports practitioner in gratisfaction. Also, I actually name. really like those guys too. Yeah, those guys are also great. Yeah, they were they were awesome. And I that was at the end of tw- watching CS:GO. I loved it. Well, but what did it feel like? Because <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but we never won. No, it is. I don't think we won a single event. The I think we got second at like the Intel event like twice. Yeah. I mean, I think I didn't even understand what the like format was. You know, it's like like, even crazier than there's a grand slam involved. You have to get, you know, like collect the dark rings to become the (laughs) new like owner of a golden bar, a real bar of gold. Uh, (laughs) It was strange. There's some weird stuff going on over there. I found, by the way, the, the, the placements of our events here. From 2019 all the way through 2020. It was only one year. Yeah. Uh, got second at Intel Extreme Masters twice and second ESL Pro League Season 12 NA, where we got swept in the finals. That seems actually better <sighs> than I remembered us doing, to be honest with you. Well, there was a real low point. Um, <clears throat> I, I remember immediately people were like, oh, did they like mess up? Because despite the first event, things sucked for a while. Mm hmm. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was rough. Ah, uh, COVID was the, the killer of this roster. I remember that. And they had to play everything. Yeah, they had to play everything online now. Yeah. That was the worst, man. That was a bummer. Um, but that that team, same as, as uh, League of Legends, basically. 100 Thieves getting into CSGO was my introduction to competitive CSGO. I think that's a great product. 
that is super fun to watch. Very, very compelling. Um, and I, I have not watched a single event since we left. So that goes to show. <laughs> <laughs> like I loved it. I, I enjoyed every match I watched. And I was just there for the home team. <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> didn't you unfortunately... Like it, didn't you like watching it? I did. But Valorant was like just better. Valorant's just more exciting for me to watch. Yeah. Um, so sorry to all my CSGO acolytes that I just defended. Yeah, that's okay. Like Milo time, I'm sure. Yeah. Lenny, good to see you in chat, by the way. For sure. Likewise, it's been great having you here. <clears throat> so yeah, COVID was the, the killer. Um, <sighs> when did Valorant actually come out? Uh, the, the like that, beta was okay, probably that was the, that April summer. 2020? Or was it later? Yeah, June? so... So it was apparent that they were going to have some competition back then. Yeah. And then CS2 <clears> came <throat> out. Uh-oh. Now they're back. Competition is back. Yeah. The uh, announcement of Valorant was, I think, one of the most exciting times esports-wise because... I agree. Uh, that game had, like, such a crazy buzz around it. And we were diving like in with this really like, you know, kind of crazy approach to it. <laughs> Getting the PUBG boys. Yep. Uh, that was going, that was, that was like a, a calculated risk, but it was like, everybody was getting snatched up. We mm-hmm. didn't know what it was going to be like. And we took this risk that didn't pay off. And it was, <clears throat> I don't know. It was like, was this peak hoodie org time? Hmm. Because at this time, League of Legends was really bad. Uh, I guess Black Ops Four kind of bailed us yeah. out. But I feel like I feel like Hoodie Org peak was like Hastro or something during Valorant. I don't know. I can't. I can't really place it on the timeline. But um, that not working out, and then being able to rebuild and retool the roster, yeah, was honestly like one of the craziest things that Hundred Team Management has done. Yeah, that was. I feel like that was the beginning of the, uh, the mythology around our ability to make minor tweaks and then become almost instantly very, very good. It's like, like that. That thread continues all the way up until the nuke duck change. Right. Same. It's the same thing. Like we've just done that. How many times now? Honestly, like probably four or five times, and it works. Yeah. And it's not always like a small. Th- change sometimes it's big changes but it's like we make the call <clears throat> that then results in almost immediate improvement and this was definitely one of those situations yeah um <clears throat> bc says peak hoodie org was pubg valorant roster and the league stumbling at the same time and i yeah that's kind of how i remember it yeah where it was like there were people talking crazy greasy about the teams <laughs> i mean yeah at and and CSGO again during that during that stretch it was not great. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. I don't know. It's it's felt a little bleak. Uh and then of course we were out of Call of Duty. Right. Forgot yeah. I think that that it compounded the whole hoodie org thing because we didn't the one thing we were winning in we didn't have anymore. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know? It just all went away. Yeah. Huh. So the retool, uh, keeping Hiko and then letting him bring over 
the uh, steel and mm-hmm. nitro boy. Mm. That was that was pretty insane. Um, that was <clears throat> it, like a lot of powerhouse. Gabe, Gabe again. Gabe strikes again with that video with Nitro and the Captain America shield and yeah, all that. Do you remember? That was oh very my good. gosh, <laughs> is he still? BC playing said the CSGO thing. Or? We had all the hype. So teams would tweet at us every loss. That's right. They were trying to farm impressions. Yeah, crazy yeah. impression farming. What did, what did you ask for? Is, is Nitro still playing? Uh, CSGO for Liquid. I think he returned like I know he returned last year. He is. I really like Nitro. Yeah. He's cool. And he had he was very his performance for us was really underrated, I feel like. Yeah. <clears throat> and they're really good. Okay, good. Good for them. Good for him. Maybe I'll start watching. Checking in. <clears throat> CS2. Uh, yeah, we'll get a chance at that. <laughs> Of course, you know what also happened around the time of uh, the pandemic during 2020 was Warzone. Jordan, do you remember we had Warzone streamers for a long time? Yeah, we had them for a long time. That's when they, that's when, this is such a crazy amount of stuff that Warzone didn't exist when we started following no. these for a while. Uh, I remember there was such one, it was like, a massive cultural thing because everybody was just sat in their house playing video games. <laughs> everybody <clears throat> playing Warzone. And, and honestly, let's tell the truth. It was so good. It was unrivaled. Warzone 1 was incredibly good. It was one of the most compelling gaming experiences probably my entire life. It was just unbelievable. It was so good. Um, and there was this like, yo, are they going to are they about to make this into a, a tier one competitive product? Is that happening? And then we we started snatching up these guys. They were dropping 40 bombs. They were dropping 60 bombs. So somehow they killed 115 people in a hundred person lobby. <laughs> um and then and then the competitive scene was just absolute duty. It was so it was it's so sad. That's like one it of my, my major esports regrets is that they couldn't figure out how to make that work because it was so fun to play. It was so good. It just didn't translate at all. It did not translate though. <clears throat> I remember there was like a brief moment. It was like, I don't know. I felt like it was like a full year into Warzone, but for a bit people spectating solos was, was like a thing. Do you remember that? Yeah, it yeah. was like Tim, the tap man was spectating solos and he had like 4 million <laughs> viewers. <laughs> While he was doing that, so I was like, "Oh, maybe we're gonna figure out a way to make this work." Yeah. Well, they, like content-wise, I feel like it was it was always pretty healthy. It was kind of like Fortnite, right? Everybody's playing it. People are watching it. Kids just want to do Fortnite dances. That's all they want to do. And it's like you want, turn on the competitive, and it's just it's this. You know, <laughs> it's this. Why are we watching? Why is anybody watching this ever? And they did the Fortnite World Series and. Gave away like six hundred fifty million dollars or something, and still didn't matter. Still, everybody in the crowd goes home with a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, congratulations! <laughs> you're you're a millionaire now. Please continue to watch this. And you're like, I don't know about that. I don't think I will. <laughs> this is pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah, not not doing it. Not even a million dollars. Uh, and uh, of course, another thing. So actually, bringing up Fortnite, that was what 2019 where we entered Fortnite. I yeah. think it was. Yeah. And had like a really good squad. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Routinely. We, we were good, and then we brought in like Mr. Savage, who was like the number yeah. one player from overseas. Yeah, like 14. You know? Like these Fortnite players are so young. Maybe 16. I don't know. I'm not sure how this works. But yeah, that dude, he was one super young, incredibly talented, and just won everything, it seemed like. Yeah. Yeah, season. So we were actually like the amount of attention that Hunter Thieves got in Fortnite was sad because we were really good. Yeah. Um and this this was the first I feel like so we started doing these things. We we were this is like my first taste. So we did we we did League of Legends every match. Watch every match. We did Mm -hmm. uh Call of Duty, Black Ops 4 unbelievable game to to watch so fun yeah you know really good just watch. really good game uh valorant super fun csgo i already said my piece about that fortnite was the one where i was just like i can't i'm not gonna do it i like this team <laughs> i can't watch this this is not something for me uh so it was kind of interesting because it was like the first window of time 100 these was doing stuff and i was like this is not for me and that's fine this is for somebody else you know, <laughs> there it was. There was like too much to even pay attention to. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and that just seemed was just a mess, absolute mess. Um, do you know what else happened esports wise for Hunter Thieves during twenty twenty? <clears throat> Hunter talk, bring the buff, LA. Actually, yes. Yeah, that was a big moment. Good call. <laughs> uh, Who wants to Hundred Thieves next? Do you remember that? I do remember that. <clears throat> so this is kind of weird. Hundred Thieves Next was, I mean, it's got to be considered the best amateur team ever. Yeah. Uh, they were so entertaining and so good. Like, I felt like watching the Hundred Thieves Next games was as entertaining and fun as watching like any other like level of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were just crazy. They... <laughs> Like they would turn around like 12,000 gold deficits in like one play. Like, yeah, we're not too worried about that. We're going to be okay. That, that team was so disgusting and good. Um, Just looking back on that, our first hundred thieves next roster tenacity can be copy auto boom. Solid roster. That is pretty pretty dang good. <laughs> yeah. Do you and do you remember when Poom was like, all right, we're gonna kind of like bring him up? And they're like, okay, Jan joined the team. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you remember, but uh when when Kenvi and Tenacity got bumped up, NXI stepped in. Yeah. And NXI was like also very good in didn't jungle. He get, didn't he pretty recently? Didn't he get some big time reps with TSM? Was that where he was playing? Like he got, uh, he got I, called up. I think he's, did he, I, was he just temporary? Did he start for something? Yeah. I mean, he's with CLG now. Oh, oh RIP. Oh, CLG. He's with CLG. Okay. He played for FlyQuest. Oh, that's what it was. <clears throat> yeah. And actually, I don't think it went well, but he, in, in amateur, he was good. And it just seemed like we couldn't do any wrong with those boys. And then like Busio came the same year. <laughs> Busio was there. The, so the beginning, Okay. I'm looking at this now. The January yeah. roster, Tenacity, Kenvi, Copy, Auto, Poom. Mm-hmm. Okay? Then we went, uh, Jan was on the team in the middle of it, right? <clears throat> uh, we had 
let's see one second the december 9th the team was <laughs> so nxi coffee yawn and auto all left mm-hmm. and so it's like all right well that's the end of that because tenacity and kenvy had left poom had left it's like okay and then we had uh cozy goo young instinct and busio so it's like our third round of guys <laughs> A third round of guys was still very good. Yeah. Is, isn't that crazy? Like that, that, that program year. was something else. <laughs> Shoot, man. They were so good. <laughs> um, and we never really did much content. We do. I don't know if we ever really did. We watched some uh, VOD squad. We did some VOD squad with those guys. Yeah. Well, it's, we had to keep up our reputation of criminally underappreciating. <laughs> <laughs> anything below the <laughs> which is hilarious too because we casted academy for 100 thieves like on the official channel <laughs> i think we were involved in else the 100 thieves academy before kelsey was is that right yes that is correct uh kelsey actually sorry man that's a that's another good oh, gosh we had we were stacked we had we so much good stuff happening on the uh the under the surface, under the, the sub LCS level. <laughs> Subterranean <clears throat> kind of LCS. Subterranean hundred thieves. Uh so they should have named it instead of the Challenger League. Subterranean. <laughs> Is Robin in the house? Because when did eight when did Hundred Thieves enter Apex? Early. Honestly, we were there pretty early. Not not like early in the scheme of the game. But we the scheme of the or like in the timeline of the, the organization it was pretty early remember we had we had a couple of guys doing they're just doing content i think yeah we had co- content creators and then we had like more um, yeah original Apex serious roster. stuff we had an original <clears throat> with was gigs this? yeah gigs yeah. teenage and lifted yeah in the beginning of 2019 that's early yeah and then uh we shook it up later nice way came on in 2021 yep this is our second go around with apex this was this is one of the things i still can't figure out i'd love to listen to like the historians take on this why apex had i just feel like everything else was feeling sort of stale we were at that point of the pandemic where people are like i guess i just dropped another 60 in Warzone. uh what else is seriously i was watching huskers every day like (laughs) i just broke the kill record again i just broke the kill record (laughs) and then for some reason everybody started playing apex I don't know what it was. Maybe they don't know what it was. Everyone's playing Apex. And then we were like, everybody's playing so much Apex. We got to get another team. Who's available? <laughs> Who can we get? And then we did. And those games were pretty fun to watch too. The competitive Apex. I'd never watched that before. But they actually figured out. They actually had a format that Warzone wishes they had. But they could never do. That's pretty good stuff. Yeah. So we bought a roster in 2021. That's when we re-entered, like end of 2021. Bought so, from Renegades, right? Kungara, Kungarna, Kungarna. Imagine if we just bought Renegades again. We just whatever Renegades does, let's just buy them. Yeah. Except for, aren't they like in the running for the CLG um, LCS franchise spot? I heard. Gosh, that would be amazing. And then we can buy a second LCS team. No, I don't think that's happening. 
NRG. Oh, did I do it again? Ah, it's a running joke. I keep saying NRG and Renegades. I can't. Can't look. Do you see this? Our NRG Renegades. You start in the middle and go out like one of those um those old like plumber logos or like the 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 things that all the brides put on their bags for like two years in the mid two thousands. 2010s i guess how else do you read anyway. isn't that just how everybody reads <laughs> everyone picks the middle and then they <laughs> go left right. from the middle yeah oh my gosh i'm never gonna live this down now it's a thing isn't it um, but what we didn't talk about the other thing for 2020 valorant first strike oh who won that some uh no name org only one saw merch cool trophy do you remember that trophy that was a cool trophy we still have it we should go check it out. It's in the trophy room, isn't it? It is. <clears throat> Do you remember? Okay, trivia time. Do you remember who we beat? Oh, for first strike. Uh, this, is, this is to me. This is very surprising. Yeah, maybe I do remember this. Was it? Uh, wasn't Envy? Was it? Mm-mm. No. Envy and Sentinels were third, fourth. Hmm. Uh, phase. <laughs> no. It was TSM. Oh yeah, the, yeah. We the, beat the Sub Rosa, isn't that and, crazy? Uh, um, yeah, Sub Rosa. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Who else was on this? <clears throat> that was before they had Bang, right? Because Bang was like before. Yeah, yeah. Before we did. You mean did TSM have Bang? Was yeah. that was he on TSM? Bang. Yeah. Oh, I didn't they know. dropped him though. I didn't know that's where he came from. I think our our Valorant oh. historians will let me know if I'm right on that. Yeah, they signed him in June of Wardell. 2021. Wardell. So the 2020 was yeah. Uh, Wardell was well, crazy it's on the island. unclear. It, Bang wasn't on the team yet. Though. Yeah, a chat saying it, that yeah. he was Wardell, uh, Wardell drone, drone, Cutler, Hazed, and Brax. Ooh, I do remember that. Now that I'm Wait, reading that, that was nasty. They, that was a nasty team. Did you say Wardell or not? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Wardell, mm-hmm. Wardell, Drone, Cutler, Hazed. Yeah, Cutler. Was oh, nice. I said Brax, but Brax didn't join until the next. Anyway, yeah, that was a nasty team. It was. Sabrosa was the other one. That right. was before they were TSM FPX. <clears throat> oh my gosh! Right? Probably. Yeah, it was. That's yeah. that short time. Yeah, it was TSM FTX. Short. Yo, is is Sam Bateman Freed in that video they do announcing it? <laughs> please, he probably is. Please, please tell please me. Someone he go is. dig that up and let us know. Oh my gosh. I just remembered that video. <laughs> All right. So, um, so that was 2020. Right, we won Valorant. So, so at that point we had won black ops four trophies and we won the, uh, the Valorant first strike. So we had got some dubs under our belt. Was that the year also that someday won Academy? One <laughs> have the academy trophy be part of this conversation yes i do well oh, keeping like we with this theme, i think we should we should i think we have lost jordan that was 2019 summer okay thanks for correcting me um let's see if it's at him no i don't know don't know what happened to him okay so let me, <laughs> let me get back on track uh then of course the 2021 uh, year for Under Thieves was uh, a little bit different 
because of LA thieves. <laughs> so <clears throat> I think technically, did we technically found like did the team launch at the end of 2020? I think. Yeah. At the end of 2020. Oh, Jordan's back now. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. So I was just talking about how, so someday, by the way, yeah. guided us the Academy win in 2019. I was bringing that up as maybe oh. happened in 2020, but 2019 was that year. Uh, end of 2020 going into 2021 was LA thieves are back. Now, do you remember when the rumors of this happened? It was like, no guys stop. Yeah. Yep. It's not happening. The spots were like, yeah, it's about $30 million. <laughs> for a club. It's like, nope, we're not doing it. We're very clearly not doing this. That's, we didn't do it before. We're not doing it now. How in the world, after the Cash App Compound and everything, how did we raise money for this? <laughs> I mean, isn't hasn't Nate gone on record basically to say like he went to the board and I'm not yeah. sure if he used the word beg, I, but that's. I think yeah, I think my understanding of it. I think I remember him making some comments to that effect, where he's just like, "We missed." being in call of duty more than we thought we would, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah. we needed to get back. <clears throat> That's another one. Um, that I think at some point, like all of these, all of these decisions, like you got to go back and say like, is it the right decision? Was that the right? <laughs> is that the right money to spend? I mean, this is another one where we can say we, we hit the pinnacle of possible achievement. And is it, is it still the right use of that much money? Very hard to say, which is crazy, you know, because you think about all these other organizations who did this and didn't win. And like, what is the answer for them? You know? Well, and, and Trapos brings up a good point. Do you remember what happened immediately after we spent all that money? It was not pretty. Let me put this up on uh, up on here. The results were not pretty. So <laughs> this is Cold War when we entered. These are these game battles, whatever, right? They weren't real. They were pretend. <clears throat> then we hit stage one qualifying, right? Okay. Stage major, fifth, sixth, 11th, 12th. Stage two qualifying. Five, fifth, sixth, fifth, sixth, fifth, sixth, mm. ninth through 16th, ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th. Look at Cold War. That was our whole Cold War. It's crazy. Can you imagine those results after spending all that money? It was depressing, dude. No, I didn't realize it was that bad. Honestly, I didn't realize it, it was bad. very bad. And then you had Cold War, which was a like boring game to watch too. Yeah. Like that that one, I think that's been my least favorite Call of Duty to watch. Mm -hmm. And to also to play. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> Though we did, we did win. Was it, was it 21 in a row with Haynes or was it 19? I can't remember. Oh, I think it was 21, which that was a very, that was a very fun night. Still my top 10 gaming achievements. Un yeah. And so, and J J cap at that time was like switching up players yeah. like crazy. Cause remember we got hook. It was like, Oh yeah. Hook. Oh yeah. Hook is going to guide us to easy dubs. You saw what he did. What was it for Dallas the year before? It misspelled his name. Couldn't get, you know, he like, <laughs> I don't know what happened. What is that? Okay, so we're at our next, like, alternate universe moment. If Hook spells his name correctly, what happens? 
Uh, we instead of eleven twelve, we get nine nine sixteen. I don't know what the <laughs> nine ten. Well, no, like that wasn't that kind of the last straw. Yeah, and then Hook Hook left, and look what happened. Look what happened in Vanguard the next year. Yeah, we immediately improved, and then we got the dub that mattered most. Major four win and the CDL win. That's crazy. Isn't that disgusting? I mean, if we just look at that before major four, what was our best finish? Second? We have one second place. That was, that was not a real event. That's pro am. Wow. So the majors look major one, fifth, six, major two, seventh, eighth, major three, eighth. Oh, I guess fourth. Actually, we, I guess we did. Okay. But still, and then ju- we just shot up, rocketed to the top, man. What a rebound in Vanguard in 2022. Yeah. And guess what was happening in LCS? That's right. <laughs> so yeah. it, was, it was really crazy. Like 20, 2021 summer LCS, which I, you know, we were trying to not really focus on that. 2021 LCS win, and then two more finals during that stretch. I don't know. When you look back at it, 2020 had to be the worst year of esports, right? Mm-hmm. That was the only year. And I mean, even that, we won Valorant first strike, but that was the worst we did because yeah. 2019, we got the Black Ops mm-hmm. dubs. I mean, 2018 depends on how you see it, right? But we made finals in our first split uh, for LCS. I feel like over time, too, the Valorant First Strike thing, it felt less durable. Because we didn't... People definitely don't respect it. Yeah. It was the Which first, I disagree with, by the, the way. I think that, that was the tournament of the best people in NA at the time. You yeah. Know, that I, I that to me, is very equivalent to winning like LCS... For sure. Title. I, yeah, I think it's, I think it, it should be viewed the same, but I think people put all kinds of reasons that it's not. They attach mm-hmm. reasons. It's like nobody had figured it out yet. We didn't win anything after it, which I think kind of hurts a little bit. So it felt a little bit fluky compared to the others. Which, well, you know, I still, I still believe in it. I do too. Just, the fact is, the fact is, when you look back at the esports history, like, Almost every year we've had like a huge win to celebrate of some kind. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like 2023 so far, I mean, we got second at the, uh, at major two for LA thieves. Um, I think Valorant's going to show some promise. Yeah. Uh, Oh, did, we didn't even mention our VCT run. Mm. Cause we had it. We had a good showing of VCT. It was unfortunate that, you know, it ended up going the way it did, but I, I still felt like we looked good. Like we won uh, the last chance qualifier, right? Mm-hmm. And then we looked good in that event. And then was the Red Bull event after that? We won yeah. like the Red Bull I feel like that was... Thing. I, I don't know. Yeah, what was that? That that was just... That was like post-Masters or whatever champions pre-franchising, right? That was that was that was at the end of 2022. Mm-hmm. Like after the VCT wrap. Yeah. Yeah. The December. 
So yeah, home ground. We went home ground is what it's called. So I don't know. This has been a pretty successful work <laughs> to fall. Yeah. And not even having to wait that long to find that success has been pretty awesome. Um, when you look back at it, I wanted to ask you this question. So we, we had tossed around the idea and I was kind of developing a bit like this content piece that we were going to do for the, the greatest thieves of all time. Mm -hmm. And I think that might be a good place to kind of like end is looking back on all this stuff that we've talked about. Who for you stand out as the greatest thieves of all time. And honestly, I bet you and I have the same number one. I think it's easy. It's easiest to say what number one is, right? Yeah. It's the kind boy. Has to be. Who else? Has to be the the ultimate franchise player <laughs> for a hundred thieves. Yeah. Someday, Hall of Famer. Someday. So, oh, go ahead. Just, I was gonna say. I think if he's if he doesn't win the LCS trophy, I think that changes the whole thing. But it's really yeah interesting. And, and here's why. I mean, I think there would be, it would be more conversation, right? Like, I, th- I still think he would be people's, and I guess maybe this is like a, how do you parse it? But yeah. he is both, I think he's both many people's favorite player for 100 Thieves over the years. And I think you have to say one of the, the absolute most successful too. And the, like the, the achievements of the, the COD guys obviously make that more of a challenge. But it, it was just such a huge deal to win in the LCS. Um, and it's almost, it's almost, I don't know if it's just because our, our roots are in COD, but it just feels that much less expected that we would ever reach that height. Um, so for me, that's, that's where I think both of us, and then it's just like also the story arc, right? Like he was here yeah. from the very start. He brought us to the peak and then from there on, it's like, who cares? This is the legacy is cemented. How do you feel about the next hall of fame guys, Kenny and Octane? Would you, would you put them in those, that two and three position? Mm. I think the only other, I think so. Yeah, I would, I would. Um, and they did that after, we won champs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, yes. Um, so <clears throat> I, I definitely would put Kenny in second. Mm-hmm. Uh, Octane is identifies so much with, um, with our brand. And you remember like when he, he is basically like, it feels so good for, to win for this team. And yeah. when he, when he had to take his little, uh, sabbatical, yeah. you could just tell that he wanted to be back with under T the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And I think like in some way that makes him like that makes his story like even better. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It's kind of like the, just the wanted to son. be back. Yeah. Um, is Octane the third? Behind Kenny? Yeah. I think so. You, I mean, you, you seem to feel good about that. I think probably. I think COD champs it's for me, it's, it's gotta be, I think you gotta you gotta look at the pool of players who have achieved the greatest things, not just been the most entertaining or or you know like the yeah. most likable. And for mm-hmm. me, those three guys are the ones who are great. Not only did they win champs, but they won the 
back-to-back trophies before too you know yeah right so so the conversation then gets a lot more nuanced and interesting oh, once yeah. you get beyond those three who do you have backing up those guys like who's in that fourth fifth kind of range i'll i'll go to asana and i think because i think he still has probably the highest ceiling like i think if they can get this valorant program really cooking i'm not gonna say cooking clipping along um then like i think he could be a multiple championship winning player for us you know is he he's kind of following the same arc as someday mm-hmm. like although asanu wasn't there from the very start he didn't win first he was Wait, you know he? he wasn't he wasn't there for the training real wheels roster right with the PUBG guys he didn't win the first but race. no he uh asuna did did he right he right yes he did yes right okay he did. yeah yeah okay why are you making me question well, they, myself they, I, I was but, but i'm saying he wasn't there from the dicey. start of valorant someday was there from day right. one right yeah. yep so he's not, but other than that, it seems like he's on that same trajectory where like the team has been good mm-hmm. and he's and always gotten been really close. Good. Yeah. And he, and, and you, you kind of feel like he anchors the team from like a franchise player kind of yep. standpoint. Um, so he's really exciting to watch. I wonder for me personally, I wonder if I would put closer above him right now. Mm. Oh yeah. I really, really like closer and I love that he's been the engine of the team. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's been around almost the same amount of time. Yep. And he won the title, mm-hmm. right? LCS title. Yep. Three straight finals. Uh, and he's been a critical part of those things. I so I'm not sure. I'm not sure who I have higher. I think Asuna I would. I think closer. I would say. I feel like I feel compelled to put a Valorant player up there. I know because we need a Valorant player up there. These Valorant is a big deal. Yeah. So it's like I kind of lean off snow one way. I wouldn't put Hiko up there. I know a lot of people talk about Hiko. Yeah. Uh, which he's had a tremendous impact on the org. And he obviously was like the leader in the first year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good that we have him in there. But I just can't, without him playing that long for us, I just can't put him up in that category. So the next one, the next name that you probably have to go to for best thieves of all time is PT105, right? PT-105. Clash Royale? (laughs) (laughs) I don't mean to play. Like, (laughs) these guys, again, I just want to reiterate, the Clash Royale guys were super nice. Like, PT-105 and Frost, those were the two guys. I looked up the roster, obviously. Those two guys, they liked us. They were nice. They were, they're just wonderful human beings. I love them to death. So I don't mean to be, I'm not joking about them. Uh, in a different uh, in a different universe that's yeah. our winningest program some other some other thoughts Aphromoo yeah yeah MVP he was maybe not like uh, he meant so much to the team he got MVP he was with the team until who he took over right yeah loved him uh, wait actually he didn't quite make it all that way right there's uh, like a split where yeah. in between the two, maybe I don't know. Anyway, I love that guy. And that guy was a big reason why I liked mm-hmm. the team early on. Cause yeah. they focused so much on him yep. in those early heist episodes. And he was so cool. And 
we met him in person and he was super nice. And like, I just always rooted for that guy. Yeah. Um, most underrated hunter thief, hunter thief ever. <laughs> Ryu. Oh yeah. The coach Ryu, the, the, I don't even know what to call him. Hidden master. Like he just, I feel like every roster we had him on, we, we got his, like his war stat is way up there, you know? But otherwise, not going to win any. <laughs> Just major for the rewards. mystique. Yeah, Just like you couldn't you couldn't really pinpoint it to a single stat column, but just he helped your team win more. That's kind of it. Enable. Well, did you mention enable? Enable. I I didn't actually bring him up, but I like enable was so freaking funny and entertaining. He was so awesome. I loved Enable so much. Obviously, he wasn't like the standout player, mm-hmm. but he feels to me like a core part of the LA Thieves brand. Yeah. You know? Well, did, I, from I his mean, time as a player before LA Thieves and then as a content creator since. And then just being like the one conti- like continuously funny, entertaining dude. Did he not get the... Like, he was on the roster that won the, the back-to-back trophies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he so was in 2019. Huge. Like, that's a huge accomplishment. Um, yeah. But I agree with you. I think from a like identity standpoint, he is he's the kind of one, he's the kind of player who like his uh his impact endures a lot more, I think, than yeah. maybe other players who probably were better at the game they played. This is not to undersell mm-hmm. him at all because he's really good. I mean, obviously he won two trophies for us. Yeah. But it's like But just the the tone and the vibe, yeah. man. You kind of get the sense that I imagine in a locker room, he's also the guy you want, right? Where yeah. it's like he's just got good energy and fun to play with. Um, yeah, I loved him. <laughs> Racer said amazing in the chat. Amazing, the unsung hero, band-aid, yeah. holding, <laughs> like frantically holding for dear life to keep 100 Thieves LZS together. Yeah, He did so much and was given so little for it. <laughs> Yeah. I love that guy. Me too. Oh man. Well, it's been crazy. Uh it's it's been so fun to watch the team win. Uh and to get through those valleys when things are really hard, but to to zoom out and be like, look, we were we were winning stuff virtually every year. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always something to point to, man. Yeah. Um it's been an incredible ride. Like Hunter Thieves Esports. I'm still going to be like following it for sure. After we stop all this, like I'm still going to be like, I don't anticipate I'll ever really miss an LCS match. And I imagine I'm going to stick with Valorant and, and call of duty pretty strongly. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine not watching it. Like they've, they've, the story has been so good that I agree, you know, just going to have to carry these things with us. Um, and then just hope that we get a clash Royale run back at some point. (laughs) I did see that XQC just got back into it. So, hey, maybe this is the beginning. <laughs> this is it. Call up PT105 and Frost right now. <laughs> Get them on the horn. Uh, they're still top five players. Well, we had, a, we had several other topics that maybe we'll hit when we do the farewell stream. Yeah, we got that so stream going to be long. For later. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But we're going <laughs> to, we're going to for now wrap this uh just kind of reminiscing about uh, what happened, but man, from from the new cool kid upstarts who made a splash immediately 
to the struggles and the hoodie org memes and then overcoming them by winning in multiple esports after rebuilding multiple programs. Shout out Milk, by the way. I don't think yeah. I said his name once on this podcast. And, and my dog. We we and apologize my, for not. My dog. <clears throat> I love my there's dog. There's too many, man. honestly, there's too many high caliber people to give anywhere near the amount of credit that's owed in, in a one hour quick pod. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I think we just have to say thank you to everybody who's been a part of it. <clears throat> and, uh, I look forward to watching us get more wins. I'm really like optimistic about the balance. Yeah, I can't wait I to watch like, them. Yeah, I think the VCT is going to be really fun. Yeah. So. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for us tonight. Thanks for uh, being here for the look back on RT Esports. Uh, got an air horn redemption here, which we usually don't do there in bottle. Why the heck not? Here you go. <laughs> Uh, I mentioned the schedule earlier, so we will see you on Thursday for Rec League. Um, I'll announce what the plan is for that tomorrow. And uh, until then, we'll say we love you and we miss you already. Take care. One